Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Hi, right, everybody. Welcome back to Good Got Back Up, episode 204. Just me this week. Yeah, right. I wasn't gonna do this on my own, was I? Screw that. I decided to go back to uh, go back to the guest list a little bit. I've had to. I brought in somebody who is, if you're in doubt for someone, you you grab hold of this guy and you let him talk because he actually has knowledge about stuff I don't know about wrestling. Mister Chris Harris, welcome back to Good Got Bad Cop, sir. Yeah, I'm. I'm very much the Divokarigi of uh, <laughs> you know. I, if, if you're in a pickle. You just chuck me on up front and I'll do a job. He does. It does <laughs> you more than do a job there. How you doing, mate? You good? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to enjoy. It's actually been a fairly decent day. We're set to have a fairly decent bank holiday weekend. So I know. At least I am anyway. I don't know about you down there, but up well, here it's set to be nice. Do you know what? We've been we've had a, such an amazing summer in the UK. Oh, yeah. And um, we had the air show in my town, literally about happening about 200 meters across the road mm. but the actually red arrows spitfires everything is fantastic yesterday the first day of it fucking rained <laughs> sod's law isn't it pissing typical it rained for about half an hour and it, and it was fine after that uh and then when i read out today wonderful as always um good good to see everyone out and about in watching more wrestling as well. Obviously, CXW had their show. We had last week off. CXW had a new show. Um, there's lots of things have been happening, obviously. Um, it, it's, it's been great to get some of your insights into this as we go through through the uh, through the section. So, um, Chris, shall we uh, make hay while the sun is still shining, as it were? Good! Shall we get to the good cop moments? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I've got something personally that, I mean, it probably shouldn't be a good cop moment, really. It's it's surrounded by a by a, um, a layer of bad cop, but the inner okay. core, the inner core of it, is definitely a good cop moment, and that's Eddie Kingston slapping the piss out of Sammy Guevara. I see. I've heard about this. But I don't know enough about this. I know that something went down, so enlighten me, sir. Okay, so allegedly, and I think it's important. Yes, yes. It's all about allegedly yeah. stuff. Um, Michael, 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 sit down. The DA does not need to get involved here. Carry on, Chris. Yeah. yeah um, I, I don't want smart Mark Sterling on his case. Um, but yeah, so allegedly... Um, what happened was Sammy Guevara made a comment backstage to Eddie Kingston about his um, his physique, which, you know, as if anyone has seen Eddie Kingston, you know, he's not Hulk Hogan. Um, but this comment didn't go down particularly well. And Eddie Kingston responded by slapping the piss out of Sammy Guevara. Um, Eddie Kingston's match with Sammy was pulled from all out. And um, apparently he was suspended for a week. He's back now. Um, Kingston's apologised for his actions, said it was unprofessional, but I wholeheartedly disagree. I fully believe in the mantra of chat shit, get banged. Um, and this was followed to a T 
by uh, sorry, I, I completely forgot if I last swear or not. But this was followed by to a T by um, Eddie Kingston there, and yes, I, personally, I feel any chance that Sammy Guevara can get humbled is a good cop moment in my opinion. Um, I've been known to fawn over the physique of Sammy Guevara for obvious reasons. I mean, the fact that he's he's he basically Finn Balor Mark II, let's face it. Um, but um, as we have seen throughout the years, sometimes there are <clears throat> people who don't fit the physique of a wrestler. Um, a prime example, uh, Mick Foley, obviously. And now it's that, that prime example. Uh, Kevin Owens in WWE now is, of course, as well. Vader. Vader, one of the one of the greatest superheroes of all time. Bam Bam Bigelow, that's ba- another one. Bam Bam Bigelow. People forget sometimes <laughs> about the fact of like the main event of WrestleMania, WrestleMania 11, was, was Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow. People yeah. forget a lot Bam Bigelow main event of WrestleMania. Mm. And he was certainly not uh well he certainly wasn't Finn Balor, was he? Um I'm I'm of the same opinion, basically. Um, basically, chat shit get back, get get banged is not a bad, it's not a bad match to live by. Um, it, it, it's it's unfortunate in a way because you say a lot of bad cop around it, obviously. Um, but because I think that that would have been a cracking match all out. Mm. But um, there's a lot of. There's been a lot over the last couple of weeks of backstage at AEW, and it's like Tony Khan's trying to put out fires at times. And mm. I'm like, well, the thing is, I think because, and I don't want to sound like a you know proper AEW defender here, no. but I think the thing is, to me anyway, it comes across as some of it is real and some of it isn't. Like I think you know, with reports that MJF is set to return to AEW, I think we can fairly assume. Again, it's an assumption, but I think we can fairly assume that a lot of the um, reports of MJF, you know, being unhappy and MJF, you know, storming out and screaming matches. I think it's fair to say that a majority of them probably were either exaggerated or were just made up. And so because of that, you know, there's a slight hesitance from me personally anyway. I don't know about anyone else. There's a slight hesitance from me to believe certain stories. Obviously, I think... You know, something like this where Eddie Kingston's come out and said that it happened. You know, obviously you can't, you know, there's nothing to read, nothing else to read into it there. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think and there's some, you know, another situation. Well, there's a couple of situations, but another situation particularly concerning the women's division that I think will probably get brought up during this show. Um, but I think a lot of the stuff... <sighs> again, again, I don't want to say, oh, it's to work, you know, and sound like a you know, complete idiot... But I'm, I think we're, we're in a sort of weird position with kayfabe where it's kept more like in the dirt sheets than it is on TV. Personally, I hate that. Yeah. It seems like it's a tactic that Tony Khan seems to have seen the success of what happened with MJF. And now it potentially it could be trying to re- recreate with other stuff. And again, you don't know which what is and isn't real. No. No, um, yeah, uh, we'll, I dare say we'll touch on a few things regarding the division and all out later on. Things going through the show, um, yeah, um, that's uh, something that I'm glad you expanded on that for me, Chris, because I wasn't actually aware 
of what actually went down backstage. I've been I try to avoid dodgy to I can, so thankfully enough. Um my main good cop moment for this week uh, actually uh, was only announced, I believe, today, uh, which is um, we've mentioned before on this show about how much some wrestlers charge for meet and greets. I believe John Taker making an appearance at one of the Comic Cons um, and he's charging $260 for a meet and greet, which is a lot of money, especially in the current climate. Oh, where, yeah, definitely. Where people haven't got. Especially in the UK, they, they just put up an enterprise cap again. Mm. Fuck off, right? I'm only paying a quarter of my fucking wages for electricity. Jesus Christ. Um, but WWE made a big announcement for Clash at the Castle. And I am going to be quoting now from the press release. <clears throat> well, I think this is something that I don't know as well. So I'm, I'm intrigued now. This is, yeah. Members of the WWE universe can meet and take pictures with WWE superstars for free. At Clash of the Castle Superstore meet and greets, they will be limited to 150 fans on a first come, first served basis. That's fair. Yeah, I think it's that's fair. Oh, but, yeah. are, but it's free, so it's fine. Wristband yeah, will be on. yeah. Wristband will be needed for entry and can be picked up from meeting location across the hall from a Clash of the Castle Superstore when the shopping center opens at 9:30 a.m. I'm guessing they've actually got. A Clash of the Castle Superstore actually set up. That's brilliant. Mm. So the people have got on. They've got uh, Thursday, September the first. So that's next Thursday, two p.m. You meet Seamus. Mm. Five p.m. Shayna Baszler. Mm. Friday, eleven a.m. It's Ridge Holland. Oh, good old Yorkshire lad. <laughs> uh, Friday at two p.m. You meet Dakota Kai and. Uh, Evo Sky. Yeah, I will not go to that. <laughs> uh, in the evening at 5pm, Damien Priest. Oh. And Saturday morning, and that's the only one on Saturday, uh, Mac Up Nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, I, I was expect, I was fully expecting when you said that, I was fully expecting it to be like, you know, and no disrespect intended, but I was fully expecting it to be like, you know, Titus O'Neil and like, you know, Hall of people, Famer. People of that ilk. So, it, the, you know, the people who are actually going to be on the show. Yeah, so absolutely. It, absolutely. And um, I've, and obviously, you know, Dakota Kai. And um, is, are they going to... Is it is the final for the women's tag team tournament actually going to be a Clash of Cards? I think it is. I've no clue. Yeah. Might be. That'll be a big... That's uh, to put a big deal on these women champions. Mm. The tag team mm. champions, that's good. Shayna Baszler obviously competing for the women's title. Sheamus competing for the uh, Intercontinental Championship against Walter. Against Walter, not Gunter. 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 Yeah, I'm okay with Gunter now. I'm okay with it now. Just, I mean, there's there's been worse name changes. Yeah, and at least it's not a Nazi name anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. That's, that's always a positive. Yeah, it's... but a lot of lot of talk that um, Butch is going back to Pete Dunne as well. Oh, right. that, that fucking time. The lesbians will be fuming. <laughs> um, I like. I didn't mind EO Sky so much because you know it's not. I don't too, mind that. It's, it's not too bad. It's, it's fine. inoffensive. It's fine. I don't see the point, but it's inoffensive. I think it's. I think it's about uh, branding, but I think that may have been in the work before Triple H and Toronto Creators, for we know. But it is what it is. The fact that you got the Kai back, 
after way too good rid of was was a was a big deal. But yeah, my main good comment comment of the week is the fact that you can actually get meet and greet slowly for free. I don't think I've ever seen that. Um not in the modern era anyway. If you get access you can. But this is certainly uh, it's a UK pay-per-view. Um Triple H Ripplers in the market, they're putting Seamus on first as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Celt in Wales, mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant. Right, so, right, we have um, now, since you were last on, we now have 90 seconds uh, for the speed check if you wish to use it for anything else good cop related. You have 90 seconds from now, sir. Oh, I was, I was, I was expecting 90 seconds. Um, Dax Harwood is very good. He's a very good wrestler. I really liked his match with Jay Lethal, even though I really don't like Jay Lethal. Um, yeah, wrestler of the year, Dax Harwood. I approve this message. Um, the whole Daniel Garcia stuff um, with um, 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 Danielson and Jericho. Like, I, I don't like Jericho, but it's a really good story. I really like Garcia's sort of transition over to the BCC. I saw someone on Twitter say that it was a... Um, a, a substitution for a coming out storyline, and I really like that. It's probably not what they were going for, but that's what I'm going to go for. Um, um, well, what else? Uh, I, I, I guess I'll put the Johnny Gargano return there. I mean, I, I I liked Johnny Gargano. I don't currently like Johnny Gargano, but I think that if we get back to like pre, you know, shocked, bug-eyed face Johnny Gargano every time he hits a move, and like you know looking at his hands delivering Shakespearean monologue Johnny Gargano then like I, th- I think that that's that's only a good thing because he can be good he just wasn't for a good while um yeah uh, yeah I'm, I'm trying to think about what else off the top of my head um, it's, it's, it's up to 90 seconds if you want to if you want to stop you can yeah I'll, I'll, I'll throw in the towel there with 10 seconds but yeah that's all good yeah that's all good it's all good that's, bad. that's way better than I than, than I was good done um i'm not gonna need the full 90 seconds either as greg would say but i will put time off myself um as you said johnny gargano being back uh, for me i'm very happy about this because he didn't he seems like the old johnny gargano on raw this week for sure the fact that he addressed austin theory straight away as well that was a nice thing straight away got addressed the whole way stuff it's not often that nxt stuff actually gets addressed on the main roster so that's how you it's such a good thing with trips in charge now. It's it's it just feels like a better product in general. Uh, you got if you got to feel that Gargano's gonna be facing him for the for the uh, Monday Bank briefcase as well, uh, because that's what should be happening. Because Gargano that briefcase, yes please. Should um, have been Cody Rhodes. Should have been Cody, but it is what it is. Um, and the, and the raw ratings have shot up um, uh, the last few months. Um, as we said recently, the report is much, much more watchable already. Uh, have you had a chance to catch any of the of Raw and SmackDown since Triple H been in charge, Chris? Um, I've I've not watched full episodes, but I've seen like highlights of it, and yeah, it does seem better. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how long um, it goes on for, because I think for the first time since AEW has been founded, really, it feels like WWE has the momentum. You know, AEW's struggled with a lot of injuries and departures. And they've really sort of hit a roadblock, you know, where, you know, if you compare the current product to what it was like 12 months ago, I'm not going to say it's night and day because there's still some really good stuff, but it's, you know, it doesn't have the the oomph that it did 12 months ago. Um, And, you know, with Punk 
potentially being out for even longer, you know, that could be another roadblock because we thought, right, Punk's back, Danielson's back, let's get the momentum back. And, you know, we've seen on Dynamite perhaps there's even bigger setback, which, you know, really wouldn't be, you know, it's it's the last thing that AEW needs right now is less CM Punk. I, I know your feelings on CM Punk are pretty well documented, but he is the, he's the biggest star they have, and he's consistently in the best segments that they have. Mm. Mm. Um, right, <laughs> I, I definitely um, i I have feelings about CM Punk, um, but putting those one side, I won't argue he's certainly a, a big name to have. Although the reaction he got on Wednesday night. Maybe the fan race is starting to turn on that side of things a little bit. Who knows? Well, I think he was, he did start to lean mm. heelish um, on the week before with his confrontation with Mox. And I think because Mox is, you know, even more than Punk, I think he's the most popular star they have. So, because I think people relate to Mox more than they do to someone like CM Punk. I think, you know, the fans respect CM Punk, they like CM Punk. But they relate more to someone like Marx. Hmm. Well, I guess we're going to talk about it more in a little bit um, in in the bad cop section, which is actually where we're going to head to now. Good. Bad. Mr. Harris, your bad cop moment of the week, sir. Right. Well, I mean, I kind of feel a bit bad for shitting on your segue, but I'm not going to go with the Mox Punk thing, simply because I, I was a bit hesitant. I, I think that was sort of. I might sneak that in somewhere else, um, but I, you know, I, well, I'll talk. I'll talk about that later. Yeah. But I was going to discuss the whole, you know, whilst we were on the subject of AEW backstage drama with the Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara thing, I was going to go to the um, Thunder Rosa, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker whole situation, Ooh. which, you know, and I, I, I was talking about stuff that. Um, you know, could be could be real, could be fake. I don't think this is fake because it doesn't make anyone look good. It it doesn't help anyone, and I just think that it really paints everyone involved in a really bad light. And it's the last thing that the AEW Women's Division needs is even less like credibility because it was just starting to creep up a little bit. You know, Brit lost the title. Um, Thunder Rosa's reign hasn't been brilliant. I don't think they've had a really good women's champion since Shida, and that was like two years ago. Um, and it 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 it's awful. <laughs> the, the the things that the booking has about. not been good. No, and and again, you don't know how much is either fake by W. You don't know how much is the wrestlers themselves who are involved in it exaggerating yeah. because I mean personally I think the idea that oh yeah Thunder Rosa hid in the bathroom and you know that sounds a little bit like something that Brit or Jamie would make up I don't think that sounds particularly yeah you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't fit with what because obviously good got back on me and Graham we are both big fans of Thunder Rosa yeah. uh, rest, she's one of, the, one of the best legit wrestlers in that company not just women in the company. Yeah. And the fact that it still hasn't gone well, uh, that's that down to booking. I down to booking. Oh yeah. We we we've I mean I've I've not been shy with me taking a big roller and basically painting anywhere I can find a sign saying 
AEW fix your women's division. It's not that difficult. Mm. Even Vince's one isn't this bad. Yeah, I, th- I think the, the, the thing was, I think they've just put the wrong people together. I, it feels like every women's title match they have feels like there's a lack of chemistry. Mm. And I, I just think that there's... I don't know. It just feels like something's not clicking that it should be because they've got plenty of talent. I mean, yeah. you know, you got Tony Storm, uh, Ruby Soho, you know, Thunder Rosa, like you say. I, I've always been a huge Jamie Hayter fan, even when she was back at Stardom. Yeah. I thought she was brilliant. Um, you know, so they've got the talent there, but they're just not using them in. I'm not going to say they're not using them because they are using them. They're getting TV time, but they're not using them in the correct way. I don't think. <laughs> They are. They certainly could be doing better with them for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred thousand percent. I mean, like for example, Thunder Rosa coming off the back of a really big title win. You know, feel good moment. At, um, was it double or nothing? She won the belt, I think. Uh, yeah, Revolution. Yeah, was one of them. double or nothing. Yeah, double or nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a big feel good moment. She finally beat Britt Baker, and then the show after Vicky Guerrero interrupted her and. Nyla Rose attacked and it was just a bit there, you know, and, and that's how the women's division has felt for a good long while. It's just the, um, yeah. And I just, you know, I, I think, I think the belt needs taken off Thunder Rosa. I really like her, but the, this current reign. Yeah. To me, it's felt a little bit like Hangman Page's reign where it's not necessarily the champion's fault, but they've not been put with the best challengers. And as a result, the reign itself is... The, the, booking, has, the booking has been abysmal for a while. Um, and it comes back to Tony Khan. I'm, I'm not meaning to keep shitting on Tony Khan, but he is putting himself so thin. Mm. Okay? He can't have eyes on everything. I mean, he has got... He's now got AW booking, but he's AW's President, I believe, CEO and head booker. Okay, if that that in itself would be enough for any man, yeah. but he's also the same from Ring of Honor when that when that every time that comes around, he's also hands on with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's also hands on with Fulham Football Club in the United Kingdom, among other ventures. Yeah. The man is spreading himself way too thin. Oh, yeah. When you do that, something's going to get neglected. And for him, his eyes turn into dollar signs when he sees stuff like Punk and Moxley, which I think, which I'm going to come to that in a minute because it, because it all it all ties in with uh, my main back up moment. Um, I did not realise that good women's wrestling. It's easy to book it. It is easy to book it. Do you know how I know? Because we as fans have been doing it for the last ten years. Because it's been bad, done so badly by the by WWE and other companies, mm. so if the fans can book these things, why are well? Granted, looking a bit better than WWE now, thanks to Blake taking the reins of creative. Um, but Tony Khan should be putting Regal in charge of that. Seriously, put Regal in charge of it. Yeah. I feel like he's just obsessed with Britt Baker, who isn't that good. <laughs> I I like Britt Baker, but I it, 
I do think that there are better talents in the ring. Not saying she isn't good in the ring. I mean, you've got to be good to get in the ring. No, 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 no. You've got to be, mean, good. You've got to be good. She's fine. She's passable. But there's like at least 10 other women that I'd say are better than her in AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a... There's, there's, there are several others that you've got to work around. I dare say that we can uh, we can debate about the women's division on that sort of thing so the cows come home. Mm. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm going to lead that slightly because of what happened with Thunder Rosa. Obviously, she's obviously injured, mm. and obviously she's been pulled from all out. Of course, now so they have done with that, and they've they've said the worst word in wrestling at the moment. It's a dirty, dirty word: interim championship. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You don't need an interim championship. Make it a number one contendership. It's not you haven't got two women's championships already, for heaven's sake. I I don't mind it. I I just think it's it's what real sports do. And I just think it's it's, it's an easy way to book the two people together, you have a unification match, and it's just, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's, you know, as bad as certain people make out. I just mm. think it's an easy thing to do. Mm. Well, even here or there, that's uh, we can agree to disagree on that sort of thing, maybe, Chris. Mm. Um, All Out is, as, we are, as this is released, is a week away. Mm. It's coming out on Sunday, it's a week away. Uh, we're recording before Rampage is shown on TV tonight. Mm. Um, however, so it is, there's eight matches set mm. for all out so far. I'm going to, I'm, they've got Ricky Stark versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, my guy, Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm. Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. They've got Swerve and Our Glory versus the Acclaimed for the, tar- for the tag titles. Danielson versus Jericho. That'll be a good match, I dare say. Maybe Jericho's last match in AEW from, from, from the rumors I've been hearing. Jericho's heading back to WWE from, from the rumors I've been hearing. Yeah, that, that, that's news to me. I haven't. There's been some rumblings, been a few oh. rumblings. Yeah, so oh. so I don't. Good, he can piss off back there. I, I wouldn't want him in AEW. I wouldn't be surprised if he rocket back there. Oh, yeah, um, I'll go back at some point. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the uh, casino ladder match, mm. not one single person announced for it yet. Well, I think that was what they did last year. I think they announced it like a couple of days before or something like that. Yeah, but I think this announced qualifying matches for that sort of thing. And then you can literally, and then you've got. Put no, they don't do qualifying matches for the Royal Rumble, do they? Yeah, they do. Not anymore, they don't. They used to, though. But maybe yeah, they, should, maybe, they maybe, used to do a lot of things. Maybe, they used well, to have maybe, live sex celebrations, but they don't do that anymore. Yeah, well, Vince is not in charge anymore. So that's a good thing. Right. Um, well, we'll see if they do qualifying matches this year. Well, this is the thing. But but they so usually do qualifying matches for like the uh, for money in the bank and things. They do they do for money in the bank and stuff. Mm. I'm saying that that sort of thing, and they can get a bit of bit of storyline going as well at the same time. And it's all good. They haven't done that, so I'm a little bit annoyed about that. Uh, they've got the interim four-way match for the women's title. That's Tony Storm, Britt Baker, uh, your girl, Jamie Hayter, and 
no, Hikaru. no, no. My girl is Hikaru Shida. About Put the cam- belt on I'll, Shida. I'll, about a cam to Shida, yeah. Put absolutely. the belt on Shida. Keep it on her. She was done dirty by the pandemic. Yeah. Put the belt on Shida and keep it on her for the next 10 years. Just... And then you get Shida versus Rosa when she's back as well. That's that. That's a match you want to see. Yeah. I think they've worked well just together. Give her the Bruno Sammartino reign. Mm-hmm. And then you've got uh, two. They got two six-man tag matches. Mm. One I don't know the... why why you couldn't have the um, pinnacle and the lethal Mark Street Machine Gun matches. They should have just been two matches. You have Wardlaw kick the shit out of Jay Lethal and beat mm. him in three minutes. Yeah, and then you have FTR versus the Machine Guns, which would be match of the year. Like it's the potential for it for sure. Um, and of course, you've also got the trios tournament. Mm. I don't like I don't like trios tag titles. I, me and Graham argued that I thought last time, but for me, I don't like it. And of course, there'll be more. There should be more matches announced. One of which um, is as a result what happened on Dynamite. Because um, I did have in my notes, Moxley squashing Punk. Surely this is a bad thing. Um, well, you mentioned about Punk being injured. Punk's not injured. At all. Do you know Punk, do you? No, but it was it's, no, but it has been uh it has been announced uh, by several of the people who are connected in the industry that it's fine. They're having a rematch at um, all out. Yeah, I mean I must title. admit which I'm not surprised about, but I must admit I have seen that. Yeah. And if that is the case, then yes, fuck this match. Because it was if if they do have a rematch at all out, mm. then you've made Punk look like an absolute idiot, mm. an absolute just mm. moron. Because what happened? No because what happened on Dynamite felt like when Goldberg beat Brock. Mm. It hit you, and then it was like, "Wow, Mockley's yeah. the guy." And I Mockley's think the guy. I think it was a. I think on its own, I think it was a very good angle I think if you have because that sort of thing happens all the time I mean look at McGregor beating Aldo in what was it seven seconds or something like yeah, that it happens yeah, yeah. in real sports you, you have, have a guy coming in who's underprepared and he loses like that and you know that happens in real sports and I think that having something like that it was a big shock it got people talking about it it gave, it gave Punk an out whether it wasn't like he got squashed like just like that, you know, he re-injured his foot and that and that gave Mox the opening to hit his finisher and win. You know, it, it made well, it didn't make Punk look strong, but it, mm. it kept him relatively it gave him an out whilst yeah. making Mox look really strong, got a lot of attention, a lot of eyes on the angle. Um, and that was reflected in the ratings. I mean, I think it was 1.3 million people saw that match. It was, it um, was, it was. But the thing is, they've also given away for free the whole match for free on YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's got a lot of eyeballs on it. It's got people mm. talking about it. And I think if you have, you know, Punk, the thing is, he has to go away for a little bit after this angle for it to be work. good. He has to go away. You know, say that you know, yeah, I wasn't ready then, but I was ready now. Come back in a few months, and then you have the big rematch where Punk is ready, mm. you have a big 20-minute match or whatever, and then you can either have Mox win against, really cementing him as the guy, or you can have Punk, you know, being able to say, you know, beating him and saying, oh, it was because of my injury. Yeah. You could even have, throw in a Punk heel turn because I think that would go down really well. It's him that way, isn't it? time for that, especially if you're having MJF returning. I think a heel Punk versus face MJF feud would that, really help. I'd, I'd be here for that. 
yeah, it would really help propel AEW going forward, having that massive angle. Um, but if you're having Punk completely disregard that and still facing Mox all out, well, it makes Punk look like mm. a joke because he can't use the excuse that he wasn't ready because he's coming back after a week. You know, it makes Mox look like a chump because, you know, he, he, he just beat a guy mm. who was injured, but then he's coming back anyway. So, it, you know, nothing. Yeah. It makes the company look like a joke because why would they give Punk a title match after that? You know, mm. it just makes everything look like a joke. It and does for the angle like to work, it. you have to give it time. Of course. We know this. Of course we know yeah. this. We know this. Um, the thing is, is that, and I hate reading through these sorts of things on Twitter and Facebook and things like that, but when you see it, you can't unsee it. And if the original plan is still for Moxley to lose it all out, fuck you, Tony Khan. Seriously, what the fuck are you thinking doing that? I, I, I you, don't understand if, it. I, if, I don't understand that having if, that. If you if are going to do it and Punk's got to lose, I don't Punk's understand. Got to lose. It. Yeah, he has to. There's no way that Punk can come back and win that. There's no way. And that I'm would, the biggest that, mm, Punk guy yeah. ever. So yeah, we know. My guy, and he will always be my guy. We know that. Yeah. He has to lose. He has to lose. That, if he, no way, it makes everyone like a joke if he yeah. comes back and wins. Yeah. If he goes all out, loses even faster and gets more injured, as it were, then that could sell it more, granted. But, but I don't is, understand the point, because no. you're just doing the same angle twice. Yeah, that, There is no way no. that the angle would benefit. In, and there is no way that it wouldn't hurt the angle tremendously if mm. they did the, they did the rematch at all out. Mm. There is no way, in, there is no universe in which that is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, right now, because for the Dynamite, that was fine. And as you said, let him go away, come back in a few months' time, bang, done. And I, and I hate that, because having Punk come back, you know, that was the whole point, was that, oh yeah, it's going to get really good now, because CM Punk's back. But he has to go away now, because it makes everyone look like a fucking joke if he comes back within a week. Because then he can't use the injury as an excuse. Yeah, I guess we'll wait and see if, hopefully, the Dojo did it wrong on this one. Hopefully they're wrong. Well, I know tonight on Rampage they're gonna do um, that they're, they're showing footage of like CM Punk from the like the trainers' room or like the medical room after the match. Mm. So I don't know if that's going to like say that oh yeah you're fine to your 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 injury is bad but you can still compete all out if you want you know that makes AEW's medical team look like a joke like. Well. Well, we we know about their about the fact they got a wellness policy, so we know that really. But anyway, um, we're getting a big bit of boggled out on this one. We uh, it's nice to have a bit of passion from us both, of course, as always. Mm. Right, so um, time then for you, sir, to go for your bad cop speed shake again, up to ninety seconds. If you've anything else bad cop related to mention, I. Completely drawn blank. <laughs> I have no idea. That, I have genuinely no idea. 
Lack of bad cop is never a bad thing in this oh, way, in not, this in this way of life. In, in the world, <laughs> in the world we're in, lacking a bad cop is not a bad thing at all. It's not, no. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you'll have enough for both. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about gaming. Actually, my back, my my speed check because I want to talk about AEW's Fight Forever game. Right. Um, obviously, 2K22 is doing much better than 2K20 did. Uh, that wasn't saying much. It was like it's like playing Call of Duty versus Frogger, okay. Um, and um, THQ, THQ Nordic is making a game, and Gamescom, um, the place in Germany, just had, had a big demo there of it, and it looked quite good by all accounts. Um, however, some um, professional testers have got their hands on some of the early builds, and it's not going down well. Um, it's not going to work at all. Um, so it's in places it's unplayable. Um, sometimes for example, if, if you've played one of the WWE games, if not, you've watched them on YouTube and get some crazy mm. time. Oh, I've, I've played a good majority of them. Yeah, one of the best things about it is to create an entrance sort of thing, isn't it? Mm. Where you create your own music, fireworks, the whole, the whole, the whole razzle dazzle. It's what the whole show's about, isn't it? Um, I, you know, I don't know because my favorite game was All Stars, and that creator wrestler slash entrance slash everything was pretty minimal. So I don't think that's an essential mm. part of it, but it is yeah. a, a big part. It's, of it, it's a, but the entrance in wrestling is a big, the big deal. Yeah. When yeah. the music hits and that sort of, thing, it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. AEW Fight Forever has them literally walking off the end of the ramp to the ring. They don't have an entrance thing, right. or not in the build they were playing. Mm. So that's a so that's a little bit. Mm. A lot of people are getting a lot of um, No Mercy vibes, which is not a bad thing, because No Mercy... Was no Mercy is a cult classic. As a cult classic. Uh, but the problem with that is, and I'm saying this with love for that game, because I do love that game, is that that was 1999. We're in 2022 now. And from what one test was saying is, it hasn't caught up. Right what they were doing. So I've got a lot of hope for it, to be fair, because I like a wrestling game. And if it's an arcade sort of game, then that's fine. You know, mm. I, I want to have something different. AEW's big thing is about being the alternative. Mm. And I like that. Just a little bit concerned here. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm going to wait until the game comes out before I say out like that, because like you say, mm. you know, there'll probably be, you know, X amount of, reworks and patches between what they got their hands on and what actually is the finished yeah. product. Yeah. Um the, the but... key th- the key thing here of course is that they haven't given a release date yet, which is good mm. because there's nothing yeah. worse than crunch in mm. video games. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Gra- and I mean Gra- it, it, oh sorry, well I was just gonna say I mean some of the signs haven't been particularly good. You know, there've been talks of AEW's side and THQ side not being happy with each other. Um, you know, there's been talks of, you know, how, you know, it's it keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. Um, and I mean, it it's sad, but it is AEW's first game. And, you know, it was never going to be, you know, it, it wasn't going to be SVR or 7. It was always going to be closer to SVR 08. But I just feel like, you know, it, it 
all the signs are pointing towards it not being that great, and that's a real shame. It is a shame. It really is a shame. I, I know that I, know that I like... I said, I'll oh, give that. it a chance, though. I'll give it a chance. Oh, absolutely. I'll probably give it a chance. But it's, it is very much a case of... Um, as you said, it's AW's first game, and a lot of people will give AW a bit of slack for that. I'm not going to. And the reason for that, it ain't THQ's first go. Right. They because obviously up until two K bought a franchise, THQ were making the WWE games. Mm. They were responsible for making the SmackDown versus Raw games, which you just championed so highly. Mm. They know how to make a good wrestling. Apart from game. 08. 08 was shite. I said they knew how to make a good one, they know how to make a bad one as well. Yeah. So, but I'm saying because I forgot that experience, I can't give THQ that thing. They've also got Ukes, of course, well mm. working with them as well. What, what what I will say is. People are saying that it's, you know, it, it feels like an older game and that it hasn't caught up. Well, THQ hasn't made a wrestling game in how many years? Granted. So that, that's probably a reason why. Granted. I will grant you that. But at the same time, you'd think that Ukes were still making them up until a couple of years ago for oh. WWE. So if they're working with Ukes as well, they really have got a dream team here, AEW. You'd think that this, if you said it's a marriage made in heaven. Yeah. Well, they've got time to fix it. So, yeah. Bad I was about to say, bad... it's, not like a, it's not like it's getting released in two weeks. No, you know? it's, it's bad cop for now, but it, I don't think there'll be a build at EGX in a, in a few weeks' time when I'm there no. reporting on it. No. So, I don't think that'll be the case. Uh, I think for now, it's just a case of sticking to TEW. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're look confused there. Are you not familiar with TW? Uh, maybe help me out here, buddy, and help help the listeners as well. TW, oh, it's it's brilliant. It comes out every few years. Um, the most recent one was TW 2020, and I spent all of my lockdown doing that. It's essentially um, like the Football Manager games, but for wrestling. So, like, you you become an owner of a company. Um, there's all sorts of mods, so you can do one in the Attitude Era or the Golden Era or the current day. Um, ah, the PC And you can take over any company, and you just book the shows, and then obviously they, you know, show, you increase the popularity of your um, company. You get more people coming, increase the popularity of the wrestlers. You get more money, and it's it's sort of like if GM mode was a full game. And was also really fleshed out. I've I've sunk hundreds of hours into that game. I think it's brilliant. Well, there you go. An endorsement there from Chris Harris. There you go. Perfect. Um, how about we go and endorse our fans a little bit with some fan cop moments? Good. Good. Okay, guys. Uh, time to hear what you guys have got in the fan cop moments. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, Queen of the Indies, uh, Tiffany. Uh, best cop moment, Miracle Generation won the Eliminator Cup, which is brilliant. Um, worst cop moment, Graham has added on to this, and the cop one who made up bad stories about McDuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> we were, uh, yeah. American wrestling, yeah. Yeah. To be, to be fair, though, good for you, Tiffany. And, and yeah, good uh, for you. <laughs> being, for, being a... a being front row at wrestling events is, at, at um, any event is always good. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, okay. What do you got, Chris? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go for um, uh, Marty Jr. here. No good cop moments or bad cop moments, so completely just 
ignoring the initial tweet. Uh, just want to show some respect to the good eggs at Good Cop, Bad Cop. Love and respect to you guys. Obviously, that doesn't involve me, but there you go, Matt. That's something nice said about you. <laughs> You're here, sir, and that means you are then, sir. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you... I'll, I'll, I'll take it, even though it definitely wasn't aimed at me. I mean, you... I wasn't even in the tweet, so... No, 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 no I'd like to point out in the tweet... Nor am I. It was, I mentioned... it was Matt plus guest. I wasn't named. So, I mean, I'm assuming I won't even be named on this program. I'll, I'll just be generic Yorkshire voice number four. I'm not even, I'm not even the Matt Attack UK in that tweet. It's not, it just had, he's not bothered this week. Graham, I'll be, I'll talk to you about that next week. Right. I mean, at Scottish Juggalo, Scottish Danny, good cop moment. Watch Raw from May 17th, 2004 earlier. A cracking main event on there between, <clears throat> yeah, between uh, the Canadian wrestler and Edge and Batista and Randy Orton. Highly recommend it. It is a good match. I remember that match. Um, bad cop moment. Undertaker tickets for a speaking tour, paying two hundred and sixty pounds to hear the same stories he's told. Worth it. Um, yeah, you I- can you can listen to Joe Rogan for free, and you'll probably get the same. Experience. <laughs> oh dear. Um, two sixty is a lot of money to to Steve Taker. Uh, yeah, and, and it'll just and like like you said, Danny, it'll just be the same. Oh, I thought I was going to be shower guy. You know, I was singing in the shower. You know, yeah. the same story like that. Unfortunately, so what you got next, you Chris? Um, I've got Justin here. Best cop, Johnny Gargano's return. Worst cop, Thunder Rose's injury and AEW having another interim championship because of it. So very much falling in line with your school thought there, Matt. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, injuries are never good in wrestling, obviously. So um, I the, another interim championship. I just feel like it could be another way of doing it. That's all. That's my personal opinion. I'm probably wrong with that side of things. Yes, um, that's fair enough. Even if you uh. You don't agree on eye to eye on that one. Mm. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Dan Griffin uh, at Dan Griffin 21. Yeah, sir. Can we just ignore him? Uh, probably best not to. Probably best not to because, <laughs> you know, he's, I got. I want to go back on the Doctor Who pod. Uh, a good cop moment. Uh, I'm actually enjoying a WWE program for the first time in the 80s and making time to watch SmackDown. Bad cop moment. Sammy Guevara has had a pop at Eddie Kingston's physique. Eddie takes the swing at him, but Eddie's the one that's suspended. Have AEW not heard of get sh- of chat shit? Get banged. Exactly what, what you said. Chat Chris. banged was that was what came out of your mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chat shit get banged. Yeah, you know what I meant. That's the main thing. You knew what I meant. I, I did know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know I put it in my good cop moment, but really, it probably should be in the bad cop moment. It wasn't good, but yeah. good on Eddie Kingston. He's standing up for himself. Viva yeah. Kingston. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, I've got Marsh here, good cop, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns' chemistry on screen, and CM Punk getting demolished. Uh, bad cop moment, the cold return of Johnny. Yeah, I did notice that when the music initially hit, that there wasn't really a pop. It was just like, oh. And I mean, like, I, 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 I don't want to be too harsh, but because it's, it's not like his music was unknown. Mm. You know, he had, he's had that music for yonks. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I think, you know, Gargano's good. I mean, I've said my piece about Gargano returning, but it, it did feel a, a strangely flat. It did feel a little bit when he, as he was coming out, but it did pop big for a super kick. So, yeah. I think I think Austin Theory will be good for him, for sure. Uh, and and, and, and as, as you mentioned, um, 
Zayn and Reigns were really good on on SmackDown. They were really, really good. Sami Zayn uh, uh, actually got um, praise from Kevin Owens. Came out after the show um, last week in Montreal and actually did this whole big thing about if he he wouldn't even be in the if it wasn't for Sami Zayn. So um, obviously off camera, completely out of character, but it. it KO and Sammy are just two of the best workers they got. Best one of the best things they ever did was get was convincing KO to stay. And now Hunter's back in charge. I can I imagine they're gonna get pushed to the moon. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. Uh, he's, thought- he's, I I just really like the fact. I think it's really cool that pissing Kevin Steen from Ring of Honor in 2012 is now like a multi multi millionaire. And he just take his kids to Disneyland all the time. I think that's brilliant. I just love that. Let's not forget, of course, that he. Um, let's not forget, of course, that he may have entered WrestleMania this year. Let's not forget that. Oh yeah, he may have entered WrestleMania. Um, then a chap grab with cheap pops, good cop, clash next week, and yours truly will be there. Awesome. Let us know how it goes, sir. And me, I'll be there as well. I'll oh, be there as well, mate. Will you? Excellent, yeah. excellent. We want pictures. We want pictures. Well, yeah, there'll definitely be some. Definitely. Excellent. B- uh, bad cop interim championships. Enough said. Uh, awesome cop, the TW Take podcast is back, baby. Absolutely, we'll get to that in a moment for sure. Hope Matt had a great birthday. I did. Thank you. It was last. It was last Saturday. I had a great time. Thank you very much for asking. What well, for Chris? Right, we'll, we'll go to Rob. Um, good cop moment. Index was back briefly. Um, I mean, yeah, they were. <laughs> I, I what. It, it was, but it, it was what it didn't brush it aside, they addressed it and then they looked like drew a line under it because clearly he's going to roar without indie. That's fine, yeah, that's fine. yeah. And I think a bit like the um Savage Elizabeth wedding, the index wedding was sort of like the end of that story, you don't need to carry it yeah. on. So, there's another way to just draw a line under it, sort of yeah. thing, and we could name then both characters to move 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 on and sideways sort of thing. But like, oh if Mandy Rose didn't get a chance to do properly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm just disappointed that there was no snake in the wedding present. Um <laughs> that's not a euphemism. Don't no. really taking that like that. No, I know what it means that's yeah, the Jake the Snake Roberts obviously. Uh, okay. you, I've got a suspiciously placed package. Oh Jesus, that that was another <laughs> Oh, just ignore Move it. on to move I on to Rob's making dick jokes. Move right. on to Rob's bad cop then, mate. <laughs> Uh, bad cop moment. Rumors of backstage trouble at AEW. Yeah, okay, I don't know. No rumors. Really? Yeah. What? What the fuck? Oh, WTF moment. You can say that. Um, AEW treated us to a recreation of one of CM Punk's MMA matches against Moxley. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's true. I'm, though. I mean, nothing will be nothing that Punk will ever do in his career will be as embarrassing as that Mike Jackson match, who is. The yeah. who is the um second best Mike Jackson behind the former Burnley caretaker manager, but ahead of the paedophile. Uh, anyway, is fashion. Uh, I have to say for for a lawyer, allegedly. Okay, alleged paedophile. Yeah, he was, but allegedly for legal reasons, we have to say that he's a fake. Will sue us. <laughs> No. Um, funnily enough, I don't think Michael Jackson's listening. I mean, if he is, then the hand Michael. He's a state. He's a state. Um, but in any case, in any case, so could you do? Fashion police moment. Kip Sabian cosplaying as James May for his return. What do you think about the old Kip Sabian thing? Because it's been going on for 
ever, it seems like, and there was finally a payoff to it. It's 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 odd. It's odd. I thought I I kinda like it in a way. Um did... Well, I, I like Kip Sabian, so all yeah. what gets Kip Sabian on TV is a good thing. Let's get more Kip Sabian. More of that, less, less Osprey, definitely. Yes, less Osprey is always a good thing. Just get him off my TV, please. Yeah, we're going to go... Begging you, Tony, please, no well, more. I'm, well, I'm going to do that from uh, Mr. Manor Jane, good cop, uh, punk getting decimated. Wendy Choo Choo Train celebrating embracing uniqueness. Uh, Stark spitting fire to a dead crowd who couldn't care. Well, uh, to be fair, he got the people into it by the end. I yeah, think. he got there, I think, yeah. Bad yeah. cop. I really um, like Ricky. Sorry, I, I know I'm interrupting you, but yeah. I really like Ricky Starks. I feel like he's really going to come into his own as a baby face, I think. Especially once he gets... Because, I mean, the, the Hobbs feud, it's sort of been a bit of a sideshow. They've not really been given too much to do. You know, they had Hobbs turn on him. They, he squashed someone. And then there was the Ricky Starks promo this week. I think once the two of them get something they can really sink their teeth into, I think that'll really be a... Uh, it'll really benefit both Starks and Hobbs because they're both really good. I mean, I love Powerhouse Hobbs. He's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm guessing these are, these are autocorrect, so I apologise. Uh, Bad Cop Ocean Spray... At his team of numpties beating Death Triangle. I'm mm-hmm. guessing that's Osprey meant to be. Yeah. And not have not hearing Omega Cut a promo making Ocean Spray look dumb. I'm not making well, that. He does a good job of that himself. He doesn't need Kenny to do that. I'm making that canon. We're never gonna call him Ocean Spray. Oh. Yeah, as in, as in fucking vile bloody cranberry juice. <laughs> Right, that was just out of nowhere that you don't like cranberry juice. I don't like cranberry juice. I don't like cranberry. You like cranberry sauce? No, not not. I'm not a big fan. No. Mm, yeah, see, I'm I'm not a big fan of cranberry juice, but I really like cranberry sauce. Get that on a pissing, you know, bit of turkey sandwich with a bit of cranberry sauce. Oh, delightful. Fair enough, buddy. Right, who's your next just, one? Just second, just second behind a wig and kebab. That is. Fair enough. <laughs> Wigan Kebab, what what genius decided to invent that? I know he'd shake his hand. <laughs> Fair enough, buddy. Fair enough. Who's your next one? Um, I've got your friend D here. Not my friend, but your friend D. Yeah. Um, good good cop moment. I 100% agree. Dax Howard continues to cement himself as one of, if not the wrestler of the year. Yeah. Dax is really good. Really love Dax. Keep being... Good, <laughs> just mod Dax. I need more. Well, Dax and Cash. So let's not be unfair to Cash, but mm. need more as much FTR as possible. Keep having FTR. Uh, bad cop moment. Too much chaos slash sudden announcing and planning for all out in two weeks, which it'll be one week by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. It 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 does feel like they all out their big show, isn't it? It was their big mm. show. It's it's it, the WrestleMania. And yeah. two weeks out, and they well, haven't. To be, fa- to be fair, I think they're all big shot because they only have four a year. So yeah, I know, but I think maybe they should have more shows. That way, they wouldn't have to name every dynamite a different name. Nah, I, I don't like it purely for the fact that it means my wallet's healthier. I don't have to pay for as much. Well, if they had a network, they would have to pay sixty dollars a time, would they? Well, no, nah, but. Yeah, that's one thing that we've got going for it. You do what you do, what you do. So you do, you do what you do. Absolutely. 
Okay, I'm going to go to uh, Bishop from Batito You Take the Podcast. Um, good cop. Graham is not on the show this week to backhand comp at my return. I'm happy to do so, sir. I listened to your show. I'm the one that told Graham that you were back. Um, and back on moment, watch AW again, and it's still not good. Not touching that one. Not there is that. parts of AEW which are like bottom tier. There, there, there's a lot of parts of AEW that really do smell. But I do think there's good there. And I think we are sort of creeping towards, and we have been for a while, been creeping towards the smelliness overpowering the good stuff. Whereas, like, 12 months ago, the goodness was overpowering the smelliness. I don't know why I'm calling it smelliness, but I'm going to keep going with that. Um, it, and now it sort of feels like it's, it's just... It, it, it's having an off period, is AEW. And I really want it to get back to how it was 12 months ago. Because mm. 12 months ago, AEW was up there in terms of, like, all-time runs for me. In terms yeah. of my viewing, anyway. It's up there with, like... 2015 New Japan, like I, I thought it was brilliant, and I really hope it gets back to that. Fair enough. We want, we want, we want this. A rising tide raises all ships. We will say exactly. Yeah. Do, do you want to have the last one for you, Chris? Uh, what is the last? Oh yeah, Hi, high five, Tom. Yeah. Oh, um, you guys were yeah. So, oh, I'm more after you. Go on. All right. Um. Well, high five, Tom. Last week, great cop moment. I just wanted to shout out UTT Rob and Dan Griffin for an amazing review of the oldest recorded match from 1913. Yes, 1913. And Graham was there live, I think. Everyone should check out something new and fresh in the world of podcasting. And I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had, I've been blessed on UTT Pod. Um, I was able to talk about the first ever episode of Superstars uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. Oh, it was not good. See, well, I good. guarantee it was better than the War Games 2000 Russo's Revenge uh, episode that I had to watch. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. They, they debuted um, 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 Guy the Bird, uh, Kogu Beware, made his debut and he lost um, to the Heart Foundation. He lost. He didn't get He didn't get tagged into the match. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> It yeah, really, but you really didn't was. watch. You didn't watch Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio versus the insane clown posse go nine minutes. You didn't watch Sting squash Vampiro and the Great Muta in two minutes in a handicap match. Um, the Great Muta. Yes, I, the great I was. Muta. I was blessed enough to see him live, um, and that was a, I've never seen an arena pop like MSG did when Muta came out. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Right, where's the last one then? Let's get the last one. Um, Where is the last one? Oh, uh, yeah. From Nish Guy. Good cop moment. Johnny freaking wrestling. A lot of people have a good guy back. Everyone's happy good guy back, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Bad cop moment. Injuries left and right among all promotions right now. I hate to see it. Yeah, we don't, no one likes injuries. Yeah, um, come back, Cody. We need you. We need mm-hmm. you to save wrestling, Cody. Worst cop moment, Mason is like eight feet tall and in high school, and that is strange to me. I'm pretty sure he he was a little kid like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's really, really weird. Um, four years ago over the summer, um, Graham and Mason were over uh, on the field behind me, um, where I live, actually, and uh, 
that four years ago. That's kind of scary. They back out. It does. It is really, really quite scary. And now Mason is catching Graham in terms of height, and that is scary because Graham is like six nine. So I'm not six nine, but he's he's, uh, he's about six two, six three. It's 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 enough. That's for certain. It's, it's kind of scary that the ten year old who convinced everyone else to get in, back into or into podcasting is now a a, a teenager. Mm. And he's in high school. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Right. Right. Time to go to Devil's Advocates then. Good. Bad. Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others. Welcome to episode 204 of Good Cop, Bad Cop, I think, podcast Devil's Advocate Round. Busy with myself and my guest co-host this week, who is Chris Harris, we're finding Devil's Advocate each other, which is a ridiculous statement with... Um, connotations that we have to defend as if we believe it. We don't, usually. And if you think what we're saying is the truth and not just something made up off the top of our heads, take out of a devil's advocate, district attorney, Michael Pellegrini, at Dying Format. With that being said, Mr. Harris, as the guest, you have a choice of going first or second. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I want to set the bar. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're... Bar and all you're that. Chance. You want me to throw one to you, yeah? yeah? Okay. Your devil's advocate, sir, is <clears throat> mm. a bit convoluted. Uh, but oh, that's, that's not good. I might not be able to wrap my brain around it. Well, I'll, what, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you off air. See if you could have done it or not. Right, the, one, okay. the one you've got is um, for twenty seconds. Defend the statement. Clash at the castle is going to be class. Even if every single match is going to be predictable. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, wrestling shows don't have to be unpredictable to be good. I mean, that's what led 2000 WCW to be as bad as it was because Vince Russo was trying to swerve everyone. You know, it, it's not a good thing. You don't have to swerve everyone. A predictable show, most of the time, is a good show because predictable is good most of the time. You know, and Clash at the Castle will be good. Not bad, not bad at all. Well, that's very well done, sir. Very well done. It's your third time doing it, though. That's very good. Yeah, exactly. I'm, 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 I'm an experienced pro. I mean, not as you know, I don't have two hundred times doing it, but, but no. But to be fair, nor do I. Yeah, I've, I've had I've about one hundred ninety-eight. But, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, what you got for me, then, Harris? Uh, okay, um, this should be easy enough. I thought I'd go a little bit easy on you here. Um, Fulham sitting in European qualification places is proof that Tony Khan is a good booker. Tony Khan being a good booker um, is evidenced by Fulham's position at the table. Ignore the fact that that I said that Fulham are going fishing rock bottom of the Premier League this season. So clearly what I say is clearly not right. Tony Khan knows what he's doing clearly. Mitrovic up top is clearly what's going to do it for Fulham as well. Oh, I thought one fucking fire, you prick. That's, 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 I, I mean, I personally don't see anything wrong with that. I think that it is proof that Tony Khan is a good booker. You know, what, one win, two draws. You can't argue with those results. That It's I, proof that I, AEW is elite television. I fucking hate Fulham at the moment. I fucking hate Fulham. I've, I've, I've actually got money with Graham that they're going to finish rock bottom. Mm. Generally, well, why think... you're stupid if you thought <laughs> why would you make that bet? Bournemouth are obviously going to be rock bottom. I don't know how you made that bet. You're an idiot, you're a moron, you're a half wit, you're an imbecile, you're a jackass. 
You, oh, I can't think of anything else. And, that, and on that bombshell, thank you to Chris Harris for stepping in for Graham this <laughs> week, sir. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you on Twitter, where can I get in touch with you, buddy? Uh, you can get in touch with me at 82 knots underscore Chris. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, it's mainly the same on there as it is on here. So, yeah, do and that. that. And that's I might how... first tweet about CM Punk a little bit. So if you want to see that, <laughs> that. Well, thank you, man. Mate. It's been a, it's been an absolute joy having you back on, buddy. We'll have you back on again soon, I promise as well. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Uh, me and Graham, hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, until, uh, until we see you next time, we're out of here. Boom. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.